Hi, everybody. My topic today is antibiotics, kill or cure. So I'm going to talk about the darker side of antibiotics, not so more about the problem of them as opposed to solutions. I can do solutions in another podcast, and this is quite a big topic. So antibiotics, I don't know when were they introduced, maybe 40s or 50s or something like that, and when they were first prescribed, they were commonly prescribed with an antifungal because people took them, and then what happened is they ended up with a fungal overgrowth. So they took the antifungal as well, so, you know, thrush, candida and all that sort of stuff. Um, that got too costly, so they just sort of wiped that out and stopped doing that. But now they're still readily dished out, dished out, dished out. And um, there's a very great book and a lady that I, I um, met years and years ago, like this is probably 20 years ago, and she wrote a book called Poisonous Prescriptions. And in this book she actually documented children that were starting off, you know, with runny noses, tonsillitis and that sort of stuff and how they sort of escalated and ended up then becoming um, – you know, having, uh, you know, tonsillitis and chest infections and then, you know, basically escalating onto asthma and even emphysema. So, you know, she sh showed this progression. She was documenting these children from the age of zero right through to about 15. So it was about 15-year study that she did. And it was just, it was classic. You could just see case after case of, you know, kids being prescribed with antibiotics and then it's basically wiping everything out. If you've ever taken antibiotics and haven't ever pre-inoculated your gut and your body, then you are at a at a, a, a disadvantage, okay? You don't have the natural flora there to protect you. So 80% of the immune system lines the gut. That's why the gut is so, so, so important when it comes to anything to do with, with immune function. So, of course, if you take out all those line of defence, I don't know what it is in a fighting sort of way, the battalion or the whatever it is, the first line of defence, you know, already you're at a disadvantage. So, you know, if you've taken antibiotics, you really need to do a course of good probiotics or um, some kefir or something like that that's going to start to re-inoculate the gut. And that does work, but I won't get too far into that. I'll save that for another topic. So, yeah, basically they're killing and destroying life. That's what their definition is. So I'm just going to run through the different types and I'm actually going to talk about some of the side effects. And the first one is the aminoglycosides. And this one's quite concerning because, you know, there is a, a high risk of, you know, um, side effects associated with, with a lot of these, you know, nausea, ataxia, tinnitus, permanent deafness and renal damage. So, you know, there was also an article that said the high risk of the side effects, for, especially for cystic fibrosis patients when they take them, um, at, where people have actually died. There's been morbidity and people have actually died, which can be a bit of a problem. So, you know, there's many things, many types, and they can have many problems. So there's also sulfonamide. Um, and these work by stopping folic acid, which is B9, which we need, which is hugely, hugely important um, and is very much needed in, in making proteins. Now, we are built of proteins. We're built of protein building blocks. That's what we're built of. So, of course, you know, you take these, these antibiotics, all of a sudden you're not able to rebuild tissue, which is hugely, hugely, hugely important. So thrombocytopenia is a problem, which is basically reducing in platelet numbers, which stops the body's ability to, to clot blood. Um, yeah, and there's even been studies of showing that brain damage due to excessive amounts of bilirubin in the body because it's just putting everything out of whack. 
Now, your tetracyclines are another ones. I mean, the side effects known of these are uh, liver necrosis and liver disease and then candida overgrowth, as I mentioned before. You know, they know that. They know that when they give the antibiotics, it's going to wipe out the natural line of defence. So, of course, the natural line of defence is wiped out, so then candida can overgrow. So there are different types of these, but these are just the general ones that I'm talking about here. Then cephalosporins. Um, these stop basically the bacteria on the wall being grown and synthesised, and these are the ones that will commonly be used if there's nose or throat um, or skin infections, and they will be the ones that are used. They have been associated with a lot of gastrointestinal problems, so a lot of gut problems happen from taking them, but also... Things like arrhythmia, which is a regular heartbeat, encephalopathy, which is basically fluid on the brain, brain nephritis, which is kidney inflammation, and seizures. So, you know, these are quite serious side effects that they're actually having. Um, in 2014, there was a study done in China um, just to see that, you know, if taking alcohol with it, if it made any difference. Um, so, you know, from up to two weeks after finishing a course of these cephalosporins, you know, it can be safe to consume alcohol, but not actually while you're actually taking them. So, you know, having alcohol added to that can then, of course, things like throbbing headaches, respiratory disease, nausea, vomiting, sweating, thirst, chest pain, palpitations, Difficulty breathing, hyperventilation, tachycardia, so increased heart rate. Um, yeah, you know, and hypertension, which is increased blood pressure. So these are quite serious diseases. Vertigo, confusion. Then there's the metrodionazoles. These basically disrupt the DNA of the, the bacteria, um, used mostly for stomach and vaginal and respiratory problems. So, of course, if it's disrupting the DNA in the bacteria, then there's a good chance that it could disrupt DNA elsewhere. And some of the side effects from this have been things like meningitis, which is, you know, a pretty potential fatal condition, liver and kidney disease, vision problems, um, and issues with bone marrow. Funny that we're having an increase in all these many diseases and we're having an increase in the use of these antibiotics. So the fluoroquinolones, these are some of the worst safety records of all antibiotics. They contain fluorine, which is not, you know, as a trace mineral, we don't need much of it. It's also a neurotoxin, so it will actually break down or even kill nervous tissue. So arthritis, um, you know, osteoporosis, cancer, pineal gland calcification and thyroid problems are very much connected with these. So, you know, they're quite dangerous. They found 90% of patients reported nervous system problems such as weakness, memory loss, anxiety and psychosis. 73 had musculoskeletal complications including tendon ruptures um, and 36 had car cardiovascular problems, so either heart speeding up, shortness of breath and palpitations. So those are very, very serious side effects from the fluoroquinolones. And, of course, you know, this is the heading of the drug, so there will be other ones, you know, like Cypro is a fluoroquinolone, Levaquin is a fluoroquinolone, but, of course, the drugs change names. You know, it's usually the same drug, but it's just revamped another way. 
So there are microlides, they inhibit protein synthesis. They're often used for strep infections, you know, like so colds and flus and those sort of things. So these have been known to cause quite disturbing mental reactions with their use, you know, people feeling losing, confused, don't know where they are, don't know what time or day it is, feeling unreal, feeling like others are watching you, feeling, seeing or hearing things that are not there. I mean, this is an antibiotic that's causing psychosis or, you know, serious mental conditions here and and you can just imagine that you know they go to the doctor they've taken their antibiotics they're suddenly hearing voices they go to the doctor the next minute they're on in the mental health system and it could just purely be the antibiotic side effects that are actually doing that so there's chlora chlorophenicols so these are very similar to the microlides they're usually used for more serious conditions um, but the, the most dangerous reaction they've discovered with this is damaging the bone marrow. So, you know, it causes lesions in the bone marrow, which is a big problem. And, of course, barrow bone marrow is where we're producing our new red blood cells. So we need that bone marrow to be working. A-OK. Um, and the last one are penicillins, which, you know, were originally used, the penicillin mould there. So these are often used for nausea, vomiting, headaches, seizures and that sort of stuff. Oh, sorry, the side effects are nausea, fever, confusion, headaches, vomiting and seizures. So that can be a problem of that. So the things that are common to all of these antibiotics is having allergic reactions. You know, even anaphylaxis can be associated with penicillin-based drugs. Um, you know, so people are actually having an allergic reaction. Other things that are in common to all antibiotics are things like vanishing bile duct syndrome. So the liver damage is a common side effect. With all medications, not just antibiotics, liver and kidneys are always the ones that are most affected by that. So bile starts getting blocked, flowing from the liver to the duodenum, and it can be fatal and even to the point where people actually need um, a liver transplant. So that can be a big problem. So infectious diseases, you know, you take the antibody, you wipe out your natural line effects, so you're actually, your immune system's weaker, so then you're more prone to serious diseases, you know, even clostridium infections, um, candida can be an issue as well, as I've mentioned a couple of times. But one of the most dangerous and unavoidable side effects of antibiotics is the change that it does to our mitochondria. So the mitochondria is the part of the cell which I call the powerhouse. It's the part of the cell that creates energy. Like we need that. It's hugely, hugely, hugely important. Otherwise, we're just going to not move and be big blobs. So, you know, all antibiotics will cause damage, mitochondrial damage, um, and that, that's a big problem, you know, it's devastating. So run from that, you know, a whole load of chronic fatigues, you know, Alzheimer's, epilepsy, Parkinson's, um, cardiomyopathy, like there's, there's a big list here, I'm not going to read them all, but these are all serious conditions that are going to be either, you know, the antibiotics could be the very precursor to this sort of stuff. So... What's the hidden things about antibiotics? Well, the fact is that a lot of them are actually in our food chain. Antibiotics will be fed to, you know, commonly pigs and chick, uh, chickens because when they give them to them on a, on a weekly basis, 
it actually is um, increasing their body weight by 2%. And, you know, when people are growing these animals, they want them to be fat, they want to make lots of money, so the fatter they are and the faster they are, the better. And one way of doing that is with, with antibiotics. So, yeah, easily, easily done. So the other problem, hidden problem, is also the fact that it's in our water supply. So when we take the antibiotics, we urinate it out, but the reality is, you know, our body doesn't absorb it all. You know, it goes into the water and it goes into the land. You know, and they're, they're discovering that, you know, where there's so many medications now in our drinking water, it's becoming a big issue, big issue with um, contamination. So as you can see, there are many, many possible problems with them. I'm not going to talk about things that you can use as well. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast because otherwise we'll be going on for, forever. Um yeah, you know, antibiotics are, it's in, our, it's in our water, we're heavily, overly prescribed with it, it is a problem, so maybe just think twice about it. I will ensure that the next podcast I do is antibiotic substitutions, just so that you've listened to it now, you've all stressed yourself out, going, oh my God, oh my God, I can't take that stuff, what do I take instead? So I will do a podcast of that very shortly about that. So, yeah, like just think twice, you know, do you need to rush to the doctor? Do you need to rush to the doctor and take antibiotics or can you just suck it up and allow your body to do what it needs to do? You know, if you're feeling sick, then maybe just rest, you know, have a lighter food, you know, don't eat so heavy, just take it easy and just allow your body to basically rejuvenate, give yourself time rather than, you know, yeah. So don't take antibiotics unless you have to. There are other alternatives and I'll talk about that another time. Okay, otherwise I'm seeing you in love, health and happiness as per always. Feel free if you want to contact me if you want to do, if you want to learn some more stuff. Otherwise, yeah, you have a fabulous, fantastic time and I'll talk to you soon. See you, bye.